You legends asked for them, and I've delivered. While you can absolutely program your subconscious mind with the repetition of conscious thoughts, i.e. thoughts you choose on purpose, subliminals bypass the filter that is your conscious mind to be absorbed directly by your subconscious mind with less resistance. This is essentially a form of self-hypnosis. Can you find free subliminals online? Yeah. But if it's always felt risky listening to subliminals from free anonymous resources on platforms like YouTube, especially those without full disclosure of the affirmations used, you now have the option from a trusted conscious manifestation resource. Me! And I've already had such a positive response to these. Subliminal audios can now be purchased on my website in either rain or upbeat music options and can be played once or on a loop while you do mindless tasks or even as you drift off to sleep. Just another tool in your conscious manifestation tool belt. Hello and welcome to It's Already Mine. This is your no BS, sometimes tough love, midweek manifestation pep talk to help you level up your mindset and manifestation game so you can manifest your version of an awesome life. I'm your host Cerise and I'm a manifestation coach and I just want to spread this life-changing concept that I stumbled across that I'm quite frankly shocked that we don't all just inherently know because everyone deserves to live their version of an awesome life and everyone can. Um, okay, firstly, hello, hello and welcome or welcome back. Good to have you here as always. Um, the first thing, I'm sorry, I will be kind of rushing through this a little bit. I've got 20 minutes left to record um, before the new month, um, like this month runs out on my hosting. So the first thing I wanted to sort of delve into very quickly is I've had a couple of requests and I did say a while ago that I would do a love episode and what better time to do that than in the lead up to Valentine's Day. Uh, so this is not that episode because again I only have 20 minutes and I think we need to dedicate a bit more time to that but I was thinking that I might, I will at least do one that I can promise, but I might even do two. So the idea is doing one for creating love with a new person um, and love in your life romantically in general, and another one for uh, a specific person or a past person bringing, wanting to manifest them back in. But today is not that day. Today is not the love episode day. Uh, today, I wanted to get a little bit real uh, with you guys about some things that I'm still persisting through uh, while my manifestations materialize into my physical world, that, to be honest, I wasn't going to share, A, because I don't want to be, like, affirming these things. I can, I've reverse engineered them, and I can totally see how I found myself in this situation. Um, but also, it, it can be a little bit embarrassing for a manifestation coach to say that they've kind of, like, they're working, like, there are things that I still need to work on in terms of, you know, flipping stories, old stories and, and living in the now and not worrying about the future or, you know, dwelling on the past kind of thing. But any manifestation coach, in my opinion, who's or coach in general, who's worth their weight in gold will tell you about the things that they have had to work on and how they um, remedied those things. And that's why, um, you know, with coaches, basically what we do in a coaching call or email sessions is we have an outsider's perspective where we can see in your language and, and everything like that. And in where you're old, like we can pick up more where your old story is still sort of being, uh, affirmed by you and things like that, where you might not necessarily see that. And also, you know, we have, 
um, an outsider's perspective on ways that we can turn those things around for you. That doesn't mean that we're perfect. <laughs> that doesn't mean that we don't, you know, sometimes get triggered by things in our um, in our world. And as I always say, it's where your dominant thoughts are that things get projected out to. So as long as you're like, for the most part, out the scale is being outweighed by the, the, the thoughts that are in line with you already having the thing you want, then you'll be fine. I didn't do this and I can see where I went wrong and I'm going to tell you guys. And like, I was going to wait until I turned it all around and I was like, on the you know other end of it but I'm okay to share this right now because I know that my belief has been built and this is why I preach so much about manifesting in all areas because whilst this particular thing might seemingly in my world not be going favorably which I know as a manifestation coach and someone who has built my belief in the law of assumption and my thoughts create that when I look back this will all be part of like a bridge of incidents to something awesome that I'm manifesting. And I know that logically. Well, I mean, (laughs) I know that because I know how the law of assumption works, but in the logical world, it doesn't seem that that is logical, if that makes sense. Anyway, um, so, you know, I've talked before about what success means to me or what it has meant to me and what my new sort of idea of success is and what other people's idea of success might be. So some people might want to own yachts and buy, you know, like designer brands and all those things. For me, whilst I have added some songs to the (laughs) High Vibes Manifestation playlist that's in the show notes um, that talk about buying Gucci and things like that, I just think that they're cool manifestation songs to like keep you in the right headspace for manifesting. But I'm not really a designer brand person. Maybe that might change down the track, whatever. I don't know. Uh, a yacht to me right now sounds like a lot of maintenance, but you know, that's also like, obviously when you manifest more money, you can pay someone to maintain your yacht. But at the moment, that's not where my head's at and where my head sort of started at when I started my manifestation journey was I just didn't want to work for someone else anymore and be in jobs where Like I didn't have control over whether or not my job got changed on me, which happened many times, redundancies and all those things, which I've been through a couple of in the past. Um, And also like, you know, when you work for a company, oftentimes it's like you go above and beyond and then that becomes the new baseline for what's expected of you. And if you don't keep going above and beyond, then you're not really as valued or sometimes you're not valued at all. And you keep doing it because you're someone who likes to, you know, to serve people and, and be like accomplish things and things like that, which is kind of where I fell into. I liked proving to myself that I could keep doing more and more and I could, but you know, work-life balance went out of whack. I stopped. I didn't have a social life for like three years. I would finish my job, I would come home, I would have a shower, I'd get into bed with my projector on, with my curtains closed at like 5pm, because I worked like 7.30 till 4.30, and try to wind down to get to sleep, and then I'd wake up in the middle of the night and be like, fuck, did I remember to do this, this and that, oh no, I hope I'm not going to get into trouble tomorrow for forgetting something, and all those things, so then my job after that started off chill, so that I could start my small business on the side, which initially was just my product-based business. And then I started It's Already Mine as my service-based business. Um, I was meant to, like, that was, the small business was meant to be done on the side. But then that job, because of it that must not be named, that has happened over the last couple of years, changed, meant that my job role had to change. And my workload grew 600%. And I just, again, found myself in that situation where I didn't have any time or energy 
to do my small business. So I eventually, you know, saved up a bunch of money, took like two months to do nothing pretty much, and then started like to recover, not do nothing. I was recovering from burnout from the last like six and a half, seven years. And then, you know, started my small product-based business, Concrete Jungle Hippie, and uh, it's already it's already mine kind of only really started a few months ago. And um, things were going in a positive tra- trajectory. Things were looking really good. Um, ebbs and flows happen. That's totally fine. But then I found myself kind of listening to initially I was like, oh, the fourth quarter, everyone makes, you know, like that's usually the best quarter for businesses. And then, you know, being with the small product based business, I kind of um, follow a few other small business accounts, not many, but ones that like I talk to regularly and that, you know, um, can get product based business advice from that they share on their social media. And a few of them started saying things like, you know, the, if your sales go down at Christmas, don't worry. It's like that for small businesses that don't invest in paid advertising, which I don't do. I don't do any paid advertising at all. Um, so, you know, they're showing up constantly in people's feeds because they're paying to show up in people's feeds. So if your sales go down at Christmas, don't stress. And my sales had actually been going up in an upward trajectory and things were really good. And then I listened to that and I guess I, being new to my having my own business, I took that in and that is the story I created in my world. And after things going up in an upwards trajectory, things started going very quiet. And so as a panic, as a reaction to my physical world, I put money that I had, you know, put aside from what I had made from my business to put back into my business invested it with some panic buys of things for like gift boxes and things like that, that nothing came of. And so again, while I said my, my idea of success was having enough money to like just pay for my necessities and not have to work for someone else initially, um, that has now become like me manifesting in steps because I started to manifest that and that was cool. And then I was like, well, I manifested that and I'm worthy of that. So I guess like I actually would like more. I would like more money to play with so that I can have more flexibility so that I can do more things with my friends and loved ones and family and partner and everything. And um, but then the story got in my head and before I was able to manifest the next step, I've kind of taken a little step back in my physical world, not in my mind. I've gotten my mind back on track. But that has meant that like, because nothing happened with the flow on effect of that and sticking with that, that limiting story was I started panicking about the money that I had because it's not a salary. Like in my old jobs, it's, you know, as sales come in, I put a certain percentage aside for, to go back into business, to go into my spending, to go into my savings. And I looked at what I had and thought, well, the, the fourth quarter is a few months, you know, like this is still in limiting mindset mode is a few months. This money will, if, if that's the case, paying for my necessities, that money would, would have run out by uh, February. And so I panic mode started looking on seek to see what part-time jobs I could do in the meantime. And I guess with Seek, I haven't had to go on Seek for like seven years (laughs) to look for a job. So I guess with Seek now, if you start looking, it makes your CV discoverable and kind of lets people who are looking for employees see your profile. 
So I was just really looking initially to see what was there. Would three days a week in a part-time job cover my necessities while I get back on track with my mental diet and my businesses to get me back to where I was and then to move on to my next manifestation step money-wise? And before even applying for any of these roles, I got headhunted, which had never happened to me before, which was, was very strange, but someone called me. And initially I was like, not at all interested in anything to do with recruiting or sales for that matter. I had been in that industry for a long time and I just wasn't interested. I found that there was a lot of, you know, toxic things about working in a sales environment, particularly in recruitment. I don't know what all sales environments are like, but, um, yeah, I just definitely didn't want that. Well, this person who headhunted me was calling from a boutique recruitment agency, very small, not the big international size like the one that I had experience with. And <clears throat> the way he described his business, because it was the, you know, the owner of the business who called, um, was pretty much everything that I would have wanted from a part-time job in the situation that I've created for myself. Super flexible, no KPIs. I can choose my days. I can work from home if I want to, which like for me doing admin work, I actually prefer going into the office. Um, but you know, if there are days where like I would like to pack orders in my lunch break, I can work from home. If there are days where I have someone coming for maintenance in my apartment, I can work from home. So that's cool. I have that flexibility. And obviously like most businesses at the moment are a lot more flexible with that sort of thing now because of the last couple of years. Um, but just like everything that he said about it sounded really good. And I was like, I'll be honest with you. I was very honest with him about my business. I was very honest about how I felt about recruitment in general. I was like, I was not going to go for any recruitment jobs whatsoever, but you have piqued my interest and I'd definitely be interested in meeting with you. So I went in on a Monday for the, for an interview. It went really well. I said a lot of things in that interview that I would never have said in an interview before. My attitude was though, like they'll want me. I'm, I'm the only person for this job. Like, of course I'm the person they're going to want sort of thing. It's a matter of whether I want it. That's the thing. And I had built that confidence up after a couple of like redundancies and things like that, having, having been promoted, having been a manager and seeing that I was capable of more than, than I thought. So going into these sort of interviews now, I had way more confidence than I had previously, like, you know, six, seven years ago. Um, so that was my attitude. And honestly, like I couldn't have said a thing wrong. I was saying, I was being brutally honest about things and he was like loving, lapping it up. And, um, he said, well, the admin that, that's leaving has organized two other people for me to meet on Wednesday. So I'll get back to you on Thursday about coming in and meeting the team. Um, but you know, all, everything so far, so good sort of thing. And I got home after that interview and he called me, he didn't even wait till the Thursday. He was like, look, honestly, those two girls would have to be like, really blow me away for me to not want you to come in to meet the team. So can we just organize for you to come in and meet the team? I was like, yeah, cool. So I went in on that same week that Thursday, met the team, awesome people, totally good vibes. Like this is as far as the situation I've created for myself, this is the best case scenario that I could have expected. So I will be starting that job next week, a bit bummed out about it, but like, I know that it's temporary. I know what I thought and believed to get myself here. Um, I was honest with him about, again, about my businesses and everything and, um, that this was only going to be a temporary thing for me and everything. And I think like they just wanted someone who was a good fit and, but yeah, like, I don't know, that tripped me out. Like I know I manifested it, but getting headhunted for the first time ever 
And then just like, really, they just, he just wanted me and saw me as like the perfect fit for them, for their team, for that business. If anything, he was worried I was going to be bored. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to be doing a job that's running me into the ground in those days that I'm working. Don't worry. Like I've built a life that I'm happy with and I only want to be doing something that allows me to still keep those things around. Otherwise, like I don't want to do it kind of thing. So yeah. And I think I'm, I don't know if I mentioned it in this episode, but I mentioned it, I think in the last week's episode that like with the social media and email marketing that I was, I'm trying to learn a bit more about, I am learning more about for my product-based business um, to, so as to not end up in this situation next fourth quarter, because I'll be a lot more prepared and also just like, you know, still in the process of kind of building it. My idea of success was different to what I would want to consider my business to be successful now. Um, that was a $497 course. So I had in my mind $500, I'm manifesting $500, like whatever I said to get $500. But I had that figure in my mind. Like I do all my very general money affirmations, which I think I'm going to do some affirmation slash possibly subliminal videos for on YouTube linked in the show notes if you're interested. Uh, This week, I think maybe tomorrow I'll do that. Um, but I was also like, I had that figure of $500 in my mind for the course and I didn't want it to come out of the money that I had in my bank account because, you know, I was thinking of that's what's going to get me through the fourth quarter because of the limiting belief that I had about what the fourth quarter was like for small businesses. And I got that. 250 from mum, 250 from dad after I mentioned to them that I wanted to do this course and they're like, oh yeah. And like, how much do online courses cost and stuff like that? Well, they took it in and they had talked and they gave me 250 each to do this course. And then when I was sorting out um, my budget, which I was a bit vague about in the last episode, because again, I was a little bit embarrassed, I was sorting out my budget, um, which again, if you are sticking to a budget while affirming more money, you can say like, I can totally afford anything I want. I just find it fun to stick to a budget. That's all, That's why I'm doing it. You know, trick your brain into thinking that it's not because you have to. Um, but I was sorting out my budget and I was literally logged into my online banking and I moved, like went out of my main account and then went back into my main account and there was $500 more in there than the two seconds before when I had been in it. And my dad had given me $500 for Christmas, which like my parents, like I told them years and years ago to stop giving me presents and things like that because, you know, I had been promoted. I was making good money in those businesses. Um, I've always, I'm the oldest by quite a few years out of my brother and sister and I, I've always been very independent and oldest child syndrome and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, guys, I always, I I get all the things that I want to need. Like, you don't need to do that anymore. You show me, you love me in, in the more important ways, which is like not necessarily the materialistic ways. And that's all I need is like that you guys show me, you love me, you know? Um, so it was weird to get presents off them and particularly like two lots of $500 basically. And I kind of need to wrap this up because I'm running out of time, but this is why I, I preach and so many other manifestation coaches preach manifesting in all areas because had I not been seeing all these other things coming in whilst I was going for this part-time job, I might've gone for a full-time job and just given up. And I'm like, no, I'm persisting. I am a successful business owner. I have two successful businesses, blah, 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 blah. And I know that this is the middle and you know, I just need to persist until my manifestation Uh, shows up in my physical world so please if you're in a similar situation to this or anything like resonates with you from this episode don't be embarrassed don't give up continue persisting and I'm really looking looking forward to sharing 
the upswing of this now when like things turn around to be able to share that with you guys and show like all it takes is persisting in your thoughts and creating beliefs in line with already having what you want. And also to not freak out if something like this happens, if you create something like this for yourself, you can turn it all around. Okay, so that's where I'm quickly going to wrap up this episode. I know that it's helped at least one of you, and that's what matters, on your conscious manifestation journey. I always intend it does. And if you would like to, you can follow It's Already Mine on Instagram and TikTok, where I put little tidbits and manifestation tips. If you did enjoy this episode, be sure to please download it, share it on your social media, and or give the podcast a review or five-star rating. And of course, follow on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. So you can listen to all my future episodes as they are released. Those are all free ways to support this podcast and help get help me get this information out to as many people as possible because everyone deserves to live their version of an awesome fucking life. Also, don't forget to check out the It's Already Mine Affirmations and Subliminals channel linked in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much, guys. Until next time, have a good one. And remember, it's already yours. Do you have topics you're passionate about, but don't really have people in your life that love the same topics as you? Or like me, you believe you have something to share that you think everyone deserves to know about? Then why not start a podcast about it? Having a podcast about a topic you love gives you the opportunity to build a community of like-minded people, as well as giving those who might also not have people to speak about their passions to a community to be a part of and feel accepted in. Now, if you're thinking the idea of starting a podcast sounds overwhelming, I know it was a bit daunting for me when I first started It's Already Mine Manifestation Podcast, but Buzzsprout make it super easy to get your podcast on any platform that people listen to podcasts on by publishing your podcast in just one place. And you can start recording with just your phone like me. And if you're just testing the waters and seeing if you can actually make regular content, Buzzsprout offers a free plan where each episode stays live for 90 days or basically three months, allowing you to upload up to two hours of content per month completely free. And if you're happy to keep creating content from there or you simply want to keep your existing content live, you can look into upgrading to a paid plan. Buzzsprout don't ask for your payment information to start and they won't automatically charge you at the end of the 90 days. The 90 day old episodes simply won't be hosted any longer unless you choose to upgrade. So there's no surprise charges. For me, that three months was plenty of time to start to see an upward trajectory of downloads for my podcast and to see if I can come up with consistent content ideas to talk about each week. And now I'm happily on a paid plan with extra upload time, advanced stats and perks. Not to mention, a podcast gives you so many opportunities to market your existing business and build other income streams through links to your own products and services, as well as being able to work with sponsors and affiliates. The possibilities are endless. So if you're ready to share your knowledge or passions with the world in a medium that allows you to do so for free to start and without hair and makeup, I have an affiliate link in the show notes for Buzzsprout.